0: Three, two, one. What's up, guys? Welcome into a movie podcast where we talk about movies because it doesn't have a name right now.
1: We're the no name movie podcast. Hello.
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out soon. Right now, we're movie stalkers, I guess, still, but not really.
1: Movie stalkers to be announced. We're like the Washington football team right now of podcasts.
0: Oh, that's a fucking. Your references are so sick. <laughs> That was an awful- I'm
1: actually <laughs> impressed myself on that one. But yeah. yeah, we didn't really get rid of the names. Now it's just, now we're just, you know, it's Movie Stalkers podcast. Now it's just, hey, we're a podcast.
0: Yeah, just a movie so, podcast.
1: So that works. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, it is Sunday, May 23rd at 6 p.m. on the dot. Wow, look at that.
0: Do you like Sundays or do they make you sad?
1: That's the wrong question for you and me. Today's my Friday.
0: <laughs> Ugh.
1: I worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like I know today is actually your Sunday, but that doesn't usually happen for you, right?
0: Okay, so does. by Sunday I don't mean the day Sunday, but the last day you have off before you go back to work. Do you like them or? no mm-hmm. i don't know. um
1: no i i usually on sundays on my quote-unquote sunday like the last day i have off before i go back to work for like three days right i usually feel like i just don't do that much and like i kind of just like am lazy like it's a lazy sunday and i would like kind of called that but i don't really like that but i also don't want to like go on a hike, do a workout, do a bunch of shit that's going to make me sore, and then wake up at 5.30 the next morning to go walk six miles at work. Right. So, um, but I also have two Sundays every week, because I know it sounds weird, but, like, today's my Friday. I'll have Monday, Tuesday off. So Tuesday will be my Sunday. I'll go back to work for two days. And then I'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And then Sunday will be my real Sunday. And then I'll work Monday, Tuesday.
0: Okay, if I had two Sundays a week, I would love Sundays. True. Maybe.
1: I don't, okay, I do not mind my Sundays. The only one I don't like is Thursday. The Thursday before I work three in a row on the weekend. Because I work, I come in on Friday morning at 6 a.m. And I'm like, well, it's my Monday. So I work Friday, Saturday, (laughs) Sunday, working the whole weekend. So I don't like my Thursday.
0: This is the, it's always sunny in Philadelphia meme with Charlie. And it's like, which Sunday is the real Sunday? Like, yes, it does not make sense to anyone. Yes, so,
1: I work. You, you, you said it best. The best way to explain my schedule <laughs> is I work Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one week, and then the next week I work Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Or like you said, where I'm off Wednesday, Thursday, one week, and the next week I'm off Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Jesus. Mhm.
1: But at least it's a consistent schedule and it never changes.
0: Right. No, I'm not not talking shit on your schedule. I would trade my schedule for yours in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah. Every day that I work for those of you listening, every day that I work, I get a day off basically in a 7 or in a fourteen day pay period, including Saturdays and Sundays. So on a fourteen, so 14 day period, cool. I worked. I worked seven days.
0: Sweet brag. Yeah. You just made Sweet everyone fun. jealous.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. They offered me a five two that I could go to where I would work five in a row, and then I get five off, and then work two in a row, and then get two off.
0: Dude, I would do that.
1: Mm. Five days in a row on my floor is pretty fucking intense.
0: I work five days in a row every week. <laughs> Granted, I don't deal with people shitting themselves and dying. and I don't mean to
1: like, I feel bad always like saying that we're like, well, it's not the same. It's not the same. But like, dude, it's, I don't know, five days in a row. I've done seven before and it like is so hard just dealing with shit patients and you're always running around and high stress environment and people are yelling at you and you're wiping butts and dealing with shit and you're getting literally pissed on it's not that fun to do five days in a row Uh,
0: yeah there's definitely something different i would say like any hospital setting let alone like you know like whether it's er you know or like anything like that versus like say a normal job like mine where don't really have to worry about people dying You know, Mm -hmm. very easygoing, like, non stress environment, or at least it should be. Some people make it out to be stressful. It's not. Like, we deal with groceries. It'd be, like, cool to see a study where they, like, maybe, like, measured, like, cortisol levels and see, you know, what they are in people who work in, like, an ER or at a hospital versus, like, people who just work a very, you know, normal job that doesn't deal with, like, high-stress stuff. Because there's the best way a the, toll it takes.
1: Yeah, the best way I can explain it though is like you have very stressful situations at your work. Give me one stressful situation where you like you kind of are like ah like where you where you're at work and it you feel your blood pressure raising. Like what's one thing that happens? Like a short story.
0: My most stressful situations are wait, why'd your audio cut out?
1: Because I oh. muted it? Oh, okay um it, should, I, should i just leave it open
0: no it just tripped me out you're you can mute it that's fine it okay. just tripped me out uh honestly my most stressful situations at work are when you have to deal with dumbass people like usually it's like stupid workers or like people calling there's really not that much stress and even like the things that like might seem stressful like if If, like, refrigeration goes down, like, it goes down, you know? It's like like, your
1: stressful situation might be someone called in sick and you have a big delivery coming in and you know you're one person short.
0: Yeah, which isn't that bad. It just kind of sucks. Honestly, like, the only time it's stressful is when some homeless guy high on drugs walks into the store and, you know, you kind of have to, like, remove him. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it. my
1: stressful situation is like that homeless
0: guy every day.
1: <laughs> yeah. So like my stressful situation is like today where there's a patient in room 40 that needs to move to room 34 because we have a patient coming into room 40 that's really confused and needs to be closer to the nurse's station. At the same exact time, there's a patient in room 39 who literally will not stop screaming my name and she's losing her marbles and just going crazy and we put her in restraints while I need to go put an IV in the patient in room 38 and the patient in 36 keeps hitting their colleague because they're supposed to be discharging. and They keep asking when the paperwork's going to be done. All while I have, um, the physical therapist trying to call me to ask if they can work with the patient in 39. And then my charge nurse asking me for updates on all the patients, all of that happened at the exact same time. Right. So it's a lot of, um, prioritizing that's pretty much what nursing is just prioritizing you have like so many things going on you're like what's most important right and that's usually what like makes or breaks a good nurse i feel like but anywho it's my friday it's brad's sunday
0: it's technically my saturday i guess because i don't work tonight
1: oh that's right okay no. yeah it's whatever Brad work's night shift yeah yeah So, um, yeah, I actually you the Celtics freaking lost to the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Surprise, surprise. The super team beat a real team.
1: This was the only game. This was one of nine games, though, where Kyrie, um, Harden, and KD all played the same game.
0: Right. And they were sending double teams on Kyrie, which then leaves Durant open hmm <laughs> So you're trying to cover one of the best players to leave the other best player. They around. went into a
1: zone after the second half, like kind of a zone, like right. a wax zone, and it actually worked really good because they were down like nine going into half and then came back and it was tied at the end of the third quarter. But the issue is that it's kind of what the Celtics always seem to do in the playoffs is they only have their big players like... Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker, and both Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker scored less than twelve points.
0: Yeah, that's not going to work.
1: No, but our defense is still really freaking good enough to make up for it. Going into the fourth quarter, the score was seventy-two to seventy-two. That's a low-scoring game, right? So yeah, there was
0: a couple upsets too.
1: But like Jason Tatum, I think was, or Kemba Walker was like three for 14
0: yeah that's not gonna cut it
1: mm-hmm. and it like seems like when the celtics go down on offense it's all just like trying to get the ball to kemba or trying to get the ball to jason tatum and have them create a play and the other team knows that and it just like no one no one else stepped up that's the issue
0: right yeah so they ended up losing. Like guys who aren't the superstars step up
1: Exactly. Or
0: just now, good team is every player is a superstar. So, one of them plays good.
1: Yeah, for the Brooklyn Nets, like, all right, we wanted the three of you to play good. Yeah. But, Kyrie put our fucking center on a literally broke his ankle yesterday. It was so sick. Uh, Yeah. I I still like Kyrie. His handles are insane. Yeah.
0: But, I watched a little bit of the um, Trailblazers Nuggets game. Who,
1: the uh, the Trailblazers trail trail won, yeah.
0: So that's like a yeah. decent upset.
1: Wait, it was. I thought it was Trailblazers, and you said Nuggets, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Damian Lillard. I still told you I think he's the best player in the NBA.
0: Dude, for a point guard, he can take over. Like, he's so good for a point guard. Like. Because he's not that big of a guy.
1: If there was five seconds left on the shot, on 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 the shot on the clock to get a mm-hmm. shot off to win the game, you know Damian Lillard is like the logical person to choose. Yeah. Out of everyone in the NBA, he does he's done it over and over and over.
0: And for some reason, like just watching Mellow, like when he hits threes, like I enjoy it. <laughs>
1: Oh Carmelo! Hell yeah! yeah dude. I'm just so.
0: Like, for me, it's just like Melo! Every time he hit a three, I just said Mello.
1: He's just been such a good player for so long. Yeah, and he's just. He was the first. Player. He was the first player I ever heard of. Like when I started watching basketball, that made um that scored sixty points in a game.
0: Yeah, remember when he? What's? I didn't even think about that, but it's been so long. He used to be on the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And. What's funny, they were playing at Denver and they talked about it on the broadcast. They were like booing him and then he just like went off and just like hit a couple threes in a row. And the announcers were like, maybe they should stop booing him. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I love Melo. He's been around for so long. Yeah. Um, But speaking of also uh, basketball, <laughs> there was, did you see LeBron James's like, Elbow, quote unquote, that he took to the eye, and he like totally acted it out.
0: So I didn't see it. I saw the memes, like saying LeBron should win an Oscar.
1: Yeah, what I'm saying is, Do you want me to I'm walk- excited for Space Jam too because if his <laughs> acting is that good, his <laughs> acting fucking, is so great. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fucking great. Movie.
0: Should I watch it, it right it? now? Let's see. LeBron yes. elbow. The problem is LeBron has so many great flops when I pull it up. <laughs> it's like the right top the, 10 LeBron the flops. <laughs> uh, LeBron James grabs his head after drawing a foul on Stanley Johnson. So I need the newest one. Let's go upload date. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He on He's gonna end up hurting himself more
1: I'm faking it. By
0: throwing his big ass body Onto the ground one time You know mm-hmm. Where he, he's just gonna be like ah, And he weighs so fucking much He's gonna throw himself on the ground That's what he did here <laughs> He literally Oh my god He didn't even grab the right elbow
1: Jesus That's bad he's, he's soft
0: He's soft as baby shit. But what's funny is he's not. At the same time, like, he's a fucking, like, world-class athlete. He's a freak in nature. I, he could beat the shit out of me, no matter how good I got, you know, at jiu-jitsu or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just his size and strength. He's, like, a man amongst men. But he's, he's also still so soft. Like,
1: he's also just so... Um, competitive he's just so freaking competitive like i get why he flops i mean michael jordan never would have flopped enough said but right he's just he's so competitive and just wants to win
0: mm-hmm. which sure.
1: i can respect that at least
0: yeah i don't know like lebron is a whole bag i don't know if i ever want to get into what do you he, mean and eh, there's just so much like I think he does a lot of good, like really does, like in a lot of people like speak out about, you know, like stuff that's going wrong, you know, like whether it's like politics and the culture, whatever. Mm-hmm. And LeBron actually does put his, you know, money where his mouth is. And he does a shit ton to help like his communities, whether it's back in Cleveland and, you know, the black community. He yeah, does he a-
1: made that whole school
0: yeah he does a ton of work and he gives back like and in that way he's awesome but at the same time he's also like a fucking hypocrite because like he'll you know speak out about like you know injustice or you know rights and stuff but one of his biggest sponsors is nike you know who's like pretty much everything they make is based over in china It's just weird that when anyone asks him a question about, you know, Chinese politics, he's like, oh, it's not really my place to say anything. And it's like, dude, you are getting paid millions by companies who are basing their profit around being in China and basically using the rules that China has, like, to their advantage. like To make money. Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too there's just shit that china does it's just not fucking cool and anyone who like wants to speak about human rights or anything like that in the u.s you can't be like oh well it's not my country it's not really my place to say no yes it is it's the fucking world and i don't think anyone should be treated like shit and you shouldn't bat an eye you know to this company that pays you millions 'Cause you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, not you know, what they do look, over there is not my business.
1: Not look the other way.
0: Yeah, but what happens over here, I'm gonna speak out about it. It's like yeah, come on, man, you're kinda like
1: At the end of the day, dude, he likes the paycheck. But right. I also get it because with that money he's getting from Nike from China, he's putting back into his community. So yes, it's kinda definitely. like, Oh, I gotta I gotta play ball kind of so I can keep this you know this contract with Nike so i can have money to put it back into my community
0: yeah i mean that's an argument to be made too that's mm-hmm. why it's like something it's hard to talk about cuz he does do a shit ton for his community mm-hmm. and so no 100% it's also like you know no one's perfect you know everyone has their flaws
1: 100% yeah did I, did I tell you that we uh, actually got rid of the WRX? Oh, did you? Mm-hmm.
0: Damn. What was wrong with it?
1: Um. So we bought... So here's a car story for everyone. So uh, my girlfriend Haley, her car broke down. It was a Honda CRV. A lot of issues with it. And we're like, okay, we need to get her a new car because she's going back to school. And she's going to be commuting a lot. And so we were looking on Craigslist and we're like, okay, we have like six to $8,000 to spend on Craigslist. Let's like figure out what we can do. And people just weren't responding or we would go look at the car and it would look nothing like (laughs) it did on the ad. And what ended it for me was that we went to look at this for when it looked super promising. The guy even like called me and talked about it and blah, blah, blah. We show up, we look at it. And I was like, dude, I kind of want to buy this. This thing's sick. And it's in great condition. It was a 2001 and it had like 200,000 miles on it, but great condition. And I was like, oh, um, how long is it registered till? And he's like, what do you mean registered till? And I was like, as it passed smogged and he's like, what do you mean you have to smog your vehicles? No way. I shit you not. And I was like, "Do you even have the pink slip?" And he's like, uh, it's somewhere in my house." Thanks, baby. And um yeah, that was kind of that was kind of it after that where it was just like, "Oh my god, this guy's fucking retarded." I'm over it. And we were like looking every day after I got off work and then finally, we went to CarMax, which is a car place for these, those of you guys who don't know. It's like a used car sales place, but like a franchised one, kind of, I guess you could say. And there's one right across the street from I work, as you know, Brad. It's the one where mom got her Infinity. And so one day we went there after work, and we basically said, fuck it, and got that Subaru Legacy, the blue one that you saw. Right got that it had issues they have a really good return policy worth in 30 days you can literally bring the car back get all of your money back no strings attached no nothing we did that got a WRX 2013 with 80,000 miles stick shift 5 speed freaking awesome tinted windows hood scoop everything and Then we, after we got it, we realized it was leaking a lot of oil. And those things are known to have head gasket issues. And it also didn't shift into second gear really that well. And (laughs) we took it to CarMax for that 30-day spot. And they're like, because they're supposed to fix anything that's wrong with it. right? And they're like, they look through it and they're like, oh, it shifts into second gear, fine. But yeah, the tubes for the turbo charge are a little wonky so we're going to replace those tubes and that's why the oil's leaking. So they spent $800 fix it blah blah blah. We drop it off, we get a free rental, we don't pay for anything, drive the car back home, starts leaking more oil. And they told us they were going to fix the four cracks that were in the windshield when we bought it. They didn't even fix them. And then at this point we're like, okay, this car is only 8,000 miles and the head gasket's about to go and CarMax like really isn't honoring honoring their like warranty and right. i had already paid for the warranty for another uh, eighty thousand miles and it just like became kind of like a this probably isn't the best idea like not logical to where we're gonna have this car for a while you're gonna commute in it you know we're gonna take it to the snow it wasn't a hatchback and then sort of like wondering kind of like what to do because it was already like we bought this car three two weeks ago and we already like don't want to park it at our friend's house because it's leaking oil everywhere you right. know yeah, yeah and so we start looking up. we talked to our car car salesman who was freaking awesome through the whole thing he sold us the first car the second car and the third car that we got he gets 160 bucks doesn't matter the price of the car at all but every car salesman at CarMax gets 160 dollars for every car sold that's their commission so he got 160 bucks when we bought this one. When we got the second one, he asked us if we could wait one day because in one day he would get credit for the sale. So we waited one day, got the car the next day. So he got his 160 bucks.
0: Wait, so he got it three times. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Dude, I would just find the shittiest car, sell someone on it, and then just hope, hope. they bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. You
1: could, but you know.
0: Wait, so what'd you end up getting?
1: Well, I'm not done yet. So oh, sorry. after like we're looking at cars and deciding like, should we just try it? we're talking to the salesman, like, should we just really bug CarMax to try to get this fixed? Yada, yada, yada. Haley's driving to Folsom to pick me up because I'm at a co-worker's party.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the hood scoop came off on the car and flew off and hit the windshield. <laughs> and she gets there and she goes, yeah, I'm done with that car. Right. And I was like, wait, the hood scoop flew off. On the highway and hit the windshield. And she's like, Yep, yep. And I was like, okay, fuck this. And then so she th- actually found it, because we were like still debating at that point, we're like, should we just get the car fixed? But she found a 2018, and by the way, the whole time all these cars are uh twenty thousand dollars what they cost. Nineteen thousand right. nine hundred and ninety-eight, yeah. but twenty thousand. She found a 2018 Subaru Impreza Sport. 5-speed manual hatchback, all white. With only 48,000 miles on it for the same price. So nice. it's the same car as the WRX except it's a hatchback and there's no turbo. Right. Thing still scoots, gets even better gas mileage. It and the more and more I talk about it like even hearing me talk about it out loud, like it was the good choice. So we ended up the other day after work I went there we were there for 3 fucking hours waiting for all the paperwork and everything but we turned in the WRX which was also sad cuz that car was super fast and yeah, fucking, they were fucking awesome.
0: sick ass cars yeah
1: yeah so sick it was a stick shift it was so sick and then we drove off with that car so third times a charm and we'll see how that goes nice but it's a lot bigger it's the hatchback still stick shift but like
0: wait so if it's a what do you mean it's a hatchback? Like, it has like the huge back door. Yeah. Okay.
1: It doesn't have a trunk. Gotcha. Yeah, I like the hatchback.
0: Do you?
1: Yeah, because tonight can go in the back.
0: Uh, yeah, that makes sense then.
1: Yeah, and it's still all-wheel drive, and we can put like a we can put a rack on it, take it up to the snow. Gets 32 miles to a gallon. It still scoots in first gear, actually. It's kind of crazy. Well,
0: it probably gets way better mileage because it doesn't have the turbo.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So between the first Subaru that we got and this one, and like in the WRX, it's the perfect in-between. It's Because the first one we got was an automatic and kind of like too much of a grandma car. The first one
0: was a grandma car. The second yeah. one was a teenager three year old like, I fucking love my car car. Yes. This
1: one this is, is the... an ideal It's logical.
0: Yeah, I want to like my car, but also have my car fit my lifestyle.
1: Yeah, and then so for $2,000, I bought a warranty that extends it for 100,000 more miles.
0: That's not a bad deal.
1: Everything except for brakes and clutch is covered. So electronics, engine, AC, heating, all that stuff is covered. Right. So... You'll uh you'll see that next time we uh come up to mom's house, I guess. But it is a it is a sick color. It's all white and it looks fucking awesome and it's hella clean.
0: And what year is it?
1: 2018.
0: Oh yeah. So it's like brand new almost.
1: Yeah. The blue legacy that we drove was only a 2016. Right. The one that you were in. So like this one like has like their you know, all digital because the 2013 WRX was like mm-hmm. all analog. Like there was no digital stuff in the car. It was like pretty just like bare minimum. Right. Uh it did have a sunroof though. This car doesn't have a sunroof, which I actually don't like sunroofs, so I'm totally happy with that. And um, but it has like, you know, a big screen in the middle, Bluetooth, um rear view camera, backup camera, all that stuff. Right. It tells you how many miles per gallon you're getting at your current rate of driving, all that
0: stuff. My car has a sunroof and I kinda forget it has a sunroof because I just leave it closed. Because typically when I'm driving I don't want sun blaring in my face from a I don't
1: I don't like sunroofs. I don't know if that's weird, but I don't like them. You're guess
0: like sunroofs are something that are cool like when you're like sixteen. Yeah. Just because 'cause if you're your dumb your dumb brain. No, but or Chrysler.
1: Oh, the Chrysler. The Chrysler 300, right? Yeah. Is that car fast? Be honest.
0: It's decent, yeah. It's got like a little over 300 horsepower. Okay. It's probably, it's the fastest car I've owned. Okay. And I have Um, a Acura TL Type S, and it's faster than that.
1: Gotcha. Do you want to mark real quick, Brad, so I can go pee? Yeah. lead the way, then.
0: All right. Let's get into this movie.
1: Just to forewarn everyone listening, This is going to be a very, two completely different um, opinions of a movie.
0: Yeah, somewhat, but I don't, might not even be that bad.
1: Okay. All right. right. So uh, what movie, what movie are we talking about? Okay. So
0: we are reviewing Army of Dead directed by Zack Snyder. It is Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead directed by Zack snyder it is not a sequel to dawn of the dead which is also directed by Zack snyder which now i hope it was a sequel but definitely not and then obviously it's starring dave batista better known as drax drax the destroyer and yeah it's a movie that netflix bought the rights to i think about a year ago it was actually a movie that was in production hell for like four or five years and then netflix ended up buying the rights to it and it's one of the few movies that even though they had the rights to it and release it on netflix did have a theatrical release it came out earlier this week
1: oh yeah it's been in theaters huh
0: yeah it went in theaters like i think last thursday like not this Thursday, but the Thursday before.
1: It's like the week before it came out on Netflix. Yeah, it's been
0: in theaters for like a week. How did it
1: do in the box office?
0: Uh, that's a pretty good question. You
1: should probably look, we we should have known that before, but look that up real yeah. quick.
0: The box office is so weird right now. Like mm-hmm. nothing is back to normal. I know the other day when I looked at it, the box office was like five hundred and seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's seven hundred and eighty thousand. So I don't think it's in a lot of theaters. I think where does that like rank though? Seven hundred eighty thousand. One of the worst to... movies of all time. Uh, no,
1: but like top of the box office, like right now.
0: Oh. Uh, um, like
1: what's the gross, most grossing box office movie right now?
0: Godzilla vs Kong made ninety six million at the box office. Mm. But that's also because it released like over in you know, Asia and stuff okay. like that.
1: That's actually not that much at all.
0: Yeah. And obviously we'll never find out, but it would be very interesting to see what Netflix paid for this movie. Cause obviously it was a decent chunk of money. And it was whether the movie's good or bad, it's your opinion. This movie was like talked about throughout the whole weekend.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um another kind of like funny thing um did you hear did you like read up on the chris uh delia stuff
0: yes yeah, so that's one of the things that kind of bummed me out i wish he was in it granted uh the person who took his rollover i thought was one of the better actors in the movie i thought
1: she was the best yeah
0: she was funny like i actually bought her
1: Yep. Yeah. so why don't you explain to everyone what happened exactly <laughs>
0: Your favorite comedian. Oh, <laughs> my favorite comedian. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyways, Uh. so Chris D'Elia was supposed to play the role of uh, Tig. What's her last name? Mataro? Yeah. He's supposed um, to play the role of
1: the pilot in the movie.
0: Yeah, the airplane pilot. Anyways, Chris D'Elia had sexual assault stuff come out last year about him. So obviously, when that happens, anything you're involved in, you usually get canceled. And so because of that, they chose a different comedian to take over the role.
1: But, hold on. The movie was done when that happened. So they signed her on. They signed the actress on.
0: Yeah, they did reshoots.
1: They did reshoots all with her in front of a green screen.
0: Right. So she's a pretty good actor because... They should have just shot everyone in front of a green screen. It might have been a better movie.
1: Um technically, yeah, I guess.
0: Anyways, we're diving way too Her name deep into Yeah, this it was uh,
1: Tig Nataro is the actress. Yeah. And she played she's Marianne Peters. Yeah. But everyone called her Peters, but yeah. She's a stand up comedian. Um Yeah, Chris DeLea was originally cast in the film. Yeah. Uh, Dalia, sorry, but after sexual misconduct allegations, all that shit, um, he was removed from the film because Snyder wanted also to remove him, remove him, and they inserted her into the movie digitally in every single scene. That's crazy. Yeah, but no, I believe I agree with you. I totally bought her comedy act, and it wasn't like over the top and. I actually really liked her.
0: Yeah, she was funny. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, what's the... This movie is basically about...
0: Yeah, okay. So, let's break that down, because we dove head in and... Okay, so... Army of the Dead, or The Army of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder, is about... Everyone loves zombie movies. Everyone loves heist movies.
1: Me included, especially zombie movies.
0: Definitely me too. So what's the best thing to do? We mix the two together. And on paper, that sounds fucking awesome to me. So the plot of this movie is obviously that basically Las Vegas has been created has been, like, turned into a quarantine zone. So there's zombies in Las Vegas. It's the area they've shut off. And basically, they've decided that they're going to nuke this zone in, like, two days. And there's a shit ton of money hiding under one of the casinos in a super complex vault. And this guy basically comes to you know all these mercenaries starting with Dave Batista, and you know gives them this mission that if they can get into this vault and steal the money inside the zombie quarantine zone and get out of there before it's nuked then they walk away with was it like a hundred million or it was some insane so in the life. vault
1: there's two hundred million dollars the, the Asian guy, I can't remember his name, Tagiro or something. Was that the he... guy
0: who played Scorpion in Mortal Kombat? Yes. yes.
1: Yes. He already got reimbursed through insurance for the $200 million in that vault. And he said, I've already gotten the money back and everything. So if I get the $200 million that are actually in that vault, it's free, tax-free, everything. The best case scenario. Yes, and so he um, goes to um, uh, Batista is the last name, right?
0: Yeah, Dave Batista.
1: Yeah, goes to him because he's flipping burgers as a job since the zombie apocalypse kind of happened. But keep in mind, the zombies are all contained in Vegas. They're not out in the world or anything. And um, goes to him and says, I want you to put together a team because I know you are extremely good at killing zombies. And if you get that $200 million, $50 million of it is for you and whoever else you hire. So then De Batista goes around, goes to his really good uh, chick friend, some close friends, the pilot. Gathers a pilot for the helicopter. Because apparently, quote unquote, there's a helicopter on top of the casino that actually can work. Because you can't fly into the dead zone, but you can fly out because they won't stop you. So they have to sneak in past all the zombies, get into the vault, which is where they get a person that can uh, break into the vault, who we'll later find out is a German guy, and we'll talk about him later, and then get to the top of the casino and then fly out into the sunset with $200 million. Yep. Right? Yes. And so that's, how, that's the premise of the movie, basically that is and to me the movie kind of starts out just like *Zombieland*. land i feel like they copied zombie land
0: i feel yeah they copied zombie land but they try to go a little more like x rated or r rated as far as True. like adding just and more gore it just like the intro took so long i was just like let's get going I feel like the intro was like 15 minutes long.
1: It was very long. And actually, I looked when we paused it, when they finally walked into the quarantine zone, the movie was at like 40 something minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which is, that's too long. The movie was uh, like two hours and 16 minutes long, I think.
0: It It was pushing three hours. It was like... Yeah.
1: It was... How many minutes was it? Let me Google it real quick. I think
0: it's like 242 or something like.
1: Let me of the dead. Two hours and 28 minutes.
0: Yeah. So two and a half hours.
1: Mm-hmm. Little bit too long. Um, what's your general uh, thoughts on the movie, though?
0: All right, so my general thoughts on the movie were I was very excited for this movie. I really like Dawn of the Dead, and even though I don't love Zack Snyder films, I still like kind of root for the guy just because I kind of hate the people who are anti-Zack Snyder because they just all kind of seem like little, like, fucking nerd douchebags. Sorry if that offends anyone, but it's always, like, the people who are, like, "Eh, he's trying to be, like, so badass. Like, for some reason, the people who, like, talk shit on Zack Snyder always end up being the fucking biggest dorks. And even though I don't think he makes the best films, I think some of the stuff he does, like, is cool and the idea behind it. And whether I like his films or not, I respect that he sticks to his style and obviously it fucking works. Like, you know, he's made some of the biggest movies. He gets paid a shit ton. Mm -hmm. You know, he just made this movie. That's probably Netflix's like biggest movie, you know, and everyone talks about his movies. So whether you like him or not, and I wouldn't even say I like him, I just respect him. He has a style. He sticks to it. He's very unapologetic about it. Everything that happened, you know, with the Snyder cut and him saying like that's not my fucking movie and you know going back and basically recreating Justice for
1: League. Justice League, yeah. Yeah.
0: And a lot of people, you know, other than I think people who just don't like him to begin with, once they saw the Snyder cut, were like, "Holy shit, that was a way better movie." Way better. And so you have to respect the guy like for his vision. How he is? He's unapologetic and he does a good job. That being said, with this movie, I was like very hyped to see it. In and just to give
1: everyone a background, kind of on Zack Snyder, he's done Dawn of the Dead.
0: He did Justice Dawn of the League, Dead. He did Superman Sucker Punch. Man, three hundred. So yeah, and so I would say like three hundred is awesome he did man of steel man of steel, man of steel
1: was, watchmen aquaman
0: yeah so there's some like i would say watchmen man of steel and 300 or his three best movies and then donna donna the dead is really good too yeah so he put, has would, movies that are good but he, he also was, did
1: um what suicide squad
0: no that wasn't Zack snyder Are you sure? I'm guarantee.
1: Okay. Um I would say 300 is his best movie.
0: Yeah, I like 300. I would say Watchmen is probably the best.
1: But he loves his gore and sticks to it.
0: Yeah, he loves he has a style that he sticks to. It's very gory, very he takes the picture and he like he likes to crank up like the saturation in the picture. He mm-hmm. likes to, he he likes to make it look more like the way like a uh, Resident Evil cutscene looks, as opposed to like a real movie. You know, mm-hmm. some people want to make stuff look real life. No matter how hard you try, a movie is not going to look like real life. It's going to look like a movie, and so he takes that and he makes his movies look like video game cutscenes. And you either love that or hate that. And so anyways, like with this movie, like I respect what he does, but I did not like this movie at all.
1: There it is. Yeah. And I, on the flip side, fucking loved this movie.
0: You loved it. And so, and we usually like me and you, we don't talk too much about a movie. Because we want to save it for here. Mm -hmm. But we did say like, hey, what'd you think about it? And I was like, I fucking hated it. I was like, Beth liked it. Who's my wife? She liked it. And I was like, I hated it. And you're like, fuck, I liked it a lot. And the only thing I could like think of that would be like a good representation of like the difference in thought. Uncut gems. Yep. (laughs) You read my mind. Yep. i loved uncut gems i thought it was one of the best movies of all time and you hated that movie and that's the only comparison i could make was and it was a movie even though you hated you're like i get why you like it you're like i respect you know that it gave you anxiety and like it made you feel like insane you're like that's why i hated it and that's how like this movie was was everything about it. Like I get why people like it, but to me, I fucking hated it. And I think I wanted something different from this movie that I just shouldn't have expected.
1: So to put it in perspective, um, Brad watched the movie, hated it. And he's like, I'm going to watch it again tomorrow just to make sure. And I said, me and my girlfriend Haley watched it and we watched it the next night because we liked it so much. We're like, let's just watch it again. Yes. So we watched We watched it on Friday night and we watched it last night.
0: And how did you feel after the second time?
1: Just like I did the first time. Jesus Christ. Yep.
0: But I'm not mad. I get it. But I don't.
1: There are a couple of things that bugged me the second time I watched it. But still, like... To me, this movie is exactly what I love, where, like, it had, like, the zombie land. Like, it had the perfect amount of comedy. Right. I am a sucker for zombie movies and action, (laughs) and it literally filled all three of those check marks for me, where it was just comedy, zombies, action, like, cool action scenes. Right. And, like, a semi-good story. Like, I didn't need much, but it's, like, a movie that I realized after watching it, and I was like, this is a movie that's made. Like, it's a niche for me right i really liked it like one of my favorite movies i've seen in a very long time
0: and so that's like going in that's how i felt i was like this is like made for me i love heist movies i love zombie movies i love dumb movies you know where they like maybe i'm just becoming a fucking old grumpy ass dude (laughs) that's very possible But just going in, I was like, this is like, I'm so hyped. And then just seeing it like just like 45 minutes in, I was like, I, I fucking hated every character. I thought they were all so fucking dumb. I thought the movie wasted so much time doing nothing other than like showing you like endless pointless gore. And then, like, it's like when they finally get No into, gore like, is
1: pointless gore. Let me make yeah. that clear.
0: <laughs> when they finally get to the part where, like, they actually are, like, starting to do stuff, I was just like... Oh, f- I, j- I could just tell. I was like, I'm fucking, like, checked out. And what, other what, than, like... What bugged you,
1: what bugged you about it? Because that's what Nick said, too. He's like, I turned it off at the first hour. Like, what happened in the first part of the movie that you didn't like?
0: It was just every character was so fucking stupid and unbelievable. I get if like a character is stupid for being a stupid character. But it was like every character was just so dumb. And just straight like out of a video game like.
1: You didn't even like the German?
0: The safe cracker? Mm -hmm. So I liked him but... How many times are you going to use the joke of this guy's a pussy? And when something scares him, he goes, ah, and screams like a girl. Because they must have used that fucking joke 10 times.
1: It was like three or four. I agree.
0: Okay. But after the second time, it's like, all right, how many times are we doing this that this guy shouldn't be here, but he's, you know, the best person for this job? And I I liked him. I liked Dave Batista. Like, he is actually pretty decent at carrying a movie and then i like tigmatara the um airplane pilot or helicopter pilot
1: yeah she's awesome and then
0: other than that like the only character i really liked was the chick who died yep be- and i don't get Chandler. Or she just like is. she died and it was hey, like no, no
1: spoilers yet we'll get to that part that's the number yeah. one part of the movie that bugs right. me but yes. And so
0: then so all the other characters were just so fucking to me just dumb and unlikable. And I don't know, like the reviews I've seen, they're like every character is straight out of a comic book. And it's like, nah, sure. But tweets are All the characters
1: kind of felt like cookie cutter characters.
0: Very cookie cutter. Where it's like, Oh, here's cutter, your very, here's like, your lead here's cliche. your lead.
1: Yeah, here's your lead character that has some type of underlying issue he's trying to address in the movie. Right. Which is exactly what happened. Here's his supporting character who's someone who's there for him. You know, the girl that liked him. Here's the uh, you know, the badass, the blackout, the saw. Here's the safe cracker. And here's like the misfits. And here's the guy who no one knows his agenda who's the security guard for the guy that originally ordered the whole entire operation.
0: And so here's like the thing that I would like complain about the most is I thought the premise was really cool that like, this is a quarantine zone. There's zombies in here. There's a shit ton of money. They're about to nuke this zone. You know, we have to get Mm -hmm. in there, get that money, get out before it's nuked. What I fucking did not like was that instead of this just being a zombie zone, there's, different levels of zombies and these zombies now have a colony and we have to like present them a sacrifice to be able to walk through here and like you can't tell which zombies are like the queen and king or the the alpha versus the these are the fucking retard zombies that you know yeah just charge at you and it just I don't know why I don't give a fuck about different levels of zombie mentality. And.
1: <laughs> you just want one zombie to be them all.
0: Yeah. Like, I just, like, want, like, there's the zombies in here, and we got to fucking get in there, and we're going to, you know, be fighting hordes of them, and we break our way in and we get out. And that's obviously a personal complaint. But to me, the whole. That was the whole thing with the movie. Other than I thought most of the characters were just fucking dumb and unlikable. Was it the whole zombie thing with the queen zombie and the king and these like super zombies. And then there's just these dumb zombies. I just I didn't care. I was just like they're fucking zombies. They're all dumb. And I don't know why it just made me like not care.
1: It made me do the opposite. I cared even more.
0: And I re- like I respect that.
1: I yeah, like I liked the hierarchy of zombies and how like when she when they the girl that kind of like knows the girl that kind of like leads them on the expedition. She like knows the most about the zombies and says like we keep chick? saying this isn't their prison. This is their prison, but it's not. It's their kingdom.
0: Right. She
1: and was like I the one
0: that. who said like we have to give her a sacrifice. Right. Yeah. The blonde haired chick
1: yeah and then so kind of like
0: did like that part too where she tied up the guy and just gave him over like that yes. like the brutal like fucking disrespect there i appreciated
1: yeah like we're gonna need one more person trust me you don't yeah. know what it's like and they're like she was telling me the whole time and then she shoots him and she's like me if i said i wasn't excited to do that but to kind of like dive into the movie a lot of the A lot of uh, not critics, quote unquote, but like people, their biggest problems is the movie did not address a lot of things that had the potential for big lead up. One being the uh, guy with the saw never used his fucking saw on the heist.
0: And I thought that guy was cool. Yep. I thought he was dope when he's like, don't touch. He so he was like to me. The cool guy, you know, like straight out of a comic book that would have been badass, like, Mm -hmm. but they didn't really like use him to effect.
1: Nope. Never. The only thing they used him for was to make that kind of like friendship bond with the safecracker. Right. But then like the other thing they never addressed is like all the dead corpses, but they come to life when it rains and it was yeah, like perfect was, like, weather, yeah. and I was like, "Why'd you even say that?" You know,
0: right? It's just yeah, too many variables. Like
1: yeah, left too many stones left unturned.
0: It's like you overcomplicated zombies to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. I get that. And to stuff. me, it's
0: like you overcomplicated zombies, and I'm supposed to be following this team of like hero, you know, like. Rebels. The ultimate zombie killing force. The ultimate, yeah, zombie killing force, and I don't like most of them.
1: So let's address the elephant in the room and the one part of the movie that pisses everyone off.
0: Elephants don't really make a lot of noise. So
1: true. Fuck me, right? But you know what I'm talking about, right?
0: The ending.
1: No. The most badass character in the movie who died first.
0: Oh, so... All right, so that's...
1: Here comes spoiler alerts.
0: All right. So you're This part about... pissed
1: me the fuck off and almost made me not like the movie. Like, I feel like
0: I should know her name, too. You're talking about the chick with the headband? Chandler. Yeah. And she gets killed by the guy that everyone is like, should we trust this guy? He seems kind of weird. You know, like, he's like the the agent, you know, when you're going on a heist and they're like, hey, take this guy with you. And you're like, I don't know. He's not a part of our team.
1: And he somehow successfully fucks everyone over.
0: And it's so fucking annoying. Like, right from the start, they're like, we can't fucking trust this guy. And then they just, like, trust him. And then he literally lets the most badass chick get killed. And it's like, everyone who, like, where she gets killed at Everyone's like 50 feet ahead of her. And then they turn around and they're like, oh, no, she died.
1: So here's the thing. Basically, for those of you that haven't seen the movie, if you haven't, go I just see acted it, it
0: out. What but
1: yeah, basically, there's a guy who no one else trusts because he's working for the guy that hired them. And everyone's like, he obviously has a different agenda.
0: They're like, they're he's all shady. Sne-
1: yeah, they're all sneaking through. This part where all these zombies are sleeping. And he like purposely misleads her so that she wakes up the zombies. And she does this fucking badass scene of hand-to-hand combat with pistols and a knife. I and thought like, she
0: was going to make it out of there.
1: Yeah. And then there's a part where he closes the door behind her and you're like, oh, she's dead. If they would have left her to die like that, I would have been totally fine. I'd been like, that fucking sucks, but she died. But they're leaving the scene and she jumps out of a window she's literally 50 feet away from them <laughs> with maybe four zombies on her the whole team is 50 feet away from her and they're like no she's lost
0: yeah oh. can't go back
1: dude that part literally i was like how could you watch that and be like this seems believable i don't know like, Mr. Snyder, we got to sit down and have a discussion about this scene. Because <laughs> that was fucking weird. That was like the Seahawks going for a pass on the second play in the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. <laughs> like, what if? And she literally, he her friend who brought her along could have killed four zombies and then she could have been right back up with them. And the other thing that bugs me is, as she's dying, why did she not say he fucked me over?
0: Right, she just like screams, like not even loud, just kind of like ah. It was, pissed me off. Yeah, it was weird. So. And she was one of the best characters. Like, why? Unfortunately,
1: you... a lot of people agree she was the best.
0: Yeah, why do you kill your best character?
1: Like, yeah. And, like, her fight scene, if the whole movie was like that, holy fuck, dude. I would have been about it.
0: Here's what I say. Kill Dave Batista's daughter. You know, like, have her die. Have the piece of shit, you know, like, kill her on purpose. And everyone, like, see it, you know. So she dies, and they're like, fuck you, and they fucking kill him. And then the whole team is amped. Like, let's fucking do it for her. You know, Dave Batista is like fighting for his daughter. Instead, like you kill the best character, and then you let the biggest piece of shit character live. Like,
1: yeah, and the other part you the already bugs have me... an
0: antagonist in the zombies. You don't need this fucking A second one guy that just no one likes. Like, and I don't the know only... why I don't like that character in movies. You know the lingering bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like it's in so many movies it's you're watching the movie and you're like these are the good guys and there's that lingering bad guy where he's not the bad guy yet but you know he's going to be because he's not good and it's like you're just waiting for him to turn bad and it's like instead of that you know you could have i don't know why like it's such a popular thing in movies But as a movie watcher, it's like, you already know he's bad. Like, I don't, the lingering bad guy, like, that needs to go.
1: Yeah, I agree. The only other part in this movie that bugged me was that he let his daughter join. Or she's like, I'm joining. He's like, absolutely not. We're not even having this conversation. And then two (laughs) minutes later, he's like, she's coming with us. And by the way, she's bringing a pistol with four magazines (laughs) and a tank top yeah that pissed me off but other than that oh, i love the movie so much
0: all right so what did you like about it
1: i loved the action first off right i loved the zombies i'm just a huge sucker for zombies i liked the type of zombies whereas they weren't kind of like the you know slow moving zombies they were kind of like a mix of like 28 days later zombies and like world war z and dawn right. of the dead where they moved like quickly right um except for like because there was like two different layers there's like, like, like Alpha the Zom- left
0: for dead zombie style where yes there was like different yes. zombies they all move fast and they're all crazy
1: because
0: mm-hmm. this movie had a very left for dead style where yes it was just like no hope like, the zombies are just better.
1: Yeah. And, like, when Dave Batista is, like, hand fighting that one zombie, it's, like, dodging his stabs and stuff. <laughs>
0: that was dope.
1: I was like, that's so dope. And then he fucking slams its head up against the ceiling. Um, I just like that. I like, I did like the characters. I really, really, really liked the Saw Guy and the Safe Cracker. Yeah. How they became buddies, kind of. Um,. And the German guy is, like, kind of, yeah, I know they overkilled his scream, but it was just kind of, he's, like, not zombie killing material in my ass. And he's, like, doing this dance. (laughs) And then, spoiler alert, like, in the end, it's the two of them outside the safe. And the the, um, saw guy, the black guy, is, like, just trying to fight the Alpha King. And he's about to die. And the German guy steps in, pushes him into the safe, and closes the safe behind him and sacrifices himself. I thought that was freaking dope.
0: Yeah. That so I love
1: the, the miniature stories. I love the action. I love the guns, the explosions, how the zombies were actually smart and knew what they were doing because it made the heist way more difficult. And I actually really liked the ending because the ending leaves it open for another one, which they're most right. likely going to do. So what did you like about the movie?
0: <sighs> so what I liked about it, um i i like the way zach snyder like he shoots movies like he makes them very pretty like very saturated they have a ton of color they mm-hmm. look really cool and whether you like that like effect he does to movies or not I don't feel like there's a way where you deny that it looks cool. Like it's so different than most movies, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, he loves to use like a lot of slow-mo and a lot of people like hate on is like the way he does it. I think it's cool. Cause he creates almost his own like movie verse where, you know, it's like the thing with like 300 watch 300 and then watch any other movie, you know, that came out not around the, that time. Yeah, not they're, the same. They're not even similar. And, like, tell me 300 is not awesome. And I get you don't have to like every movie, you know, but he has a cool style to the way he shoots movies. And so I, I appreciate that about the movie. I appreciate that he just goes full in on, you know, the zombie you know heist movie and... to me
1: this movie was like zombie land meets um den of thieves
0: that's a pretty good comparison
1: where it wasn't like zombie land meets the town right but it was still like i loved i loved it so okay. i have nothing I... bad to say except for the part where Chandler dies and the fact they never really addressed the bad guy and just like let him kind of fuck everyone over.
0: Right. And I I, I mean I appreciate that. I don't like you know I'm not going to sit here and argue like no, it's fucking terrible. I get why you like it. Like to me it's just fucking I did not like any of the characters or anything, but I can appreciate like the video quality like i appreciate like what he did it was cool to me it was just like all the characters were unlikable and the story was fucking stupid
1: so yeah i like the red wedding kind of theme where everyone dies i love that
0: i do and like I, the red wedding,
1: and i <laughs> really like that about this movie too that it was just kind of like funny that everyone died except for the daughter and I was that, like, wow, so you guys
0: I don't yeah, you're right. I don't even hate that.
1: Yeah, you can't, because it's just like you can't get mad when it's like a Rogue One movie but or then a Red... you
0: let the fucking dumbest character live.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's just like, like how they did it.
0: Fucking Game of Thrones and brands like, why do you think I came so far? and you're like Wait, I'm, the third, I'm the third
1: eye raven you're like yeah. what does that even mean anymore
0: <laughs> yeah I went to Harvard
1: <laughs> yeah um, and I like the ending so in the ending what happens is the saw guy that went to the safe actually survives comes out with a bunch of money hops on a plane a private plane that he bought because he has a lot of money to New Mexico and finds out, found out finds out that he's been Founds bit up. And he says, oh, fuck. And then the movie ends.
0: I did like that part. Okay, good. Kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I love, I don't know. I can't explain it. That movie is like, apparently the type of movie that I like.
0: The best comparison I can have is I get why you don't like uncut gems. I get why you hate it. It's like the opposite. It's like, I get why you love this movie, and everything you love about it, I fucking hate. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: And I get why you don't like it. It's actually, uh, if you look into it a lot, and you're very uh, critical of movies like you are, it's a very easy movie to hate.
0: But I didn't want to hate it, is what sucks.
1: Yeah. Did you think it was better than Those Who Wish Me Dead?
0: Oh, I like those who wish me dead a million times more. I'd way rather watch that. Sad day. Yes.
1: Um to each their own. Fair enough. What's your um what's your score of the movie? I'm curious.
0: Uh I'll give it a six. Ah, huh? okay. Yeah. But like I said, my movie score is weird in that I'm not gonna like give any movie, you know, like a one or two. Mine is basically like you know a five through ten, mm-hmm. and I appreciate like the visual stuff this did and how Zack Snyder he sticks to his guns and he so you you appreciate
1: the actual art form of the movie, not just the movie. Oh, definitely, I appreciate the, more the way the movie looked. Than, yeah, was like,
0: pretty cool. Even though it sometimes it's like if like, you
1: if you were to do the movie off of just like cinematography and how it looked, you'd give it like a much higher score.
0: Yeah, just off a... Semi- if we're
1: just like talking about that. Yeah. Well, my score, if you want to hear it, let me know when you're ready.
0: Yeah. No, go for it.
1: Oh, I give it a nine, hundred
0: 100%. Damn.
1: I like... When I saw it, I was literally like, this movie's a 10 out of 10. And I was like, I can't do that because I have to wait for that movie that's a 10 out of 10. But mm-hmm. this movie is a 9. It's everything I want in a movie. And I don't know why. And I can't explain it. But... And you love it. The action... The action, the teamwork, the fucking zombies, and, like, an actual good... I'm just... For those of you that don't know me, but Brad knows, like, I am a fucking sucker for anything zombie-related. Like, Call of Duty, which is your fault, because you got me into Call of Duty Zombies. Like, any zombie movie, and, like, any zombie movie that's ever been made has been super low budget, except for I Am Legend, and, um, you you couldn't really say 28 days later but like I am legend in World War Z and I fucking love those movies and like I literally like I would be totally down if the zombie apocalypse happened and like have to fight zombies Right. like and that's why like this movie to me like it made it seem like the most realist version of how a zombie apocalypse would happen is that it would just be quarantined super fucking quick
0: right it would be like politicized
1: Mm -hmm. And like, I love that they brought politics into it and stuff and like all that. And I I just fucking love the movie, dude. So you get a nine out of 10 from me. So Brad six is like really, a. you gave the movie like a D.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's exactly my score. Gotcha.
1: So, if you guys, for some reason, are still listening and you've seen Uncut Gems and you hated it, you're going to love this movie. And if you've seen Uncut Gems and you loved it, you're going to hate
0: you're this You're going to fucking hate this movie.
1: Yeah. We're doing a Quiet Place 2 next week, right?
0: Yes. So, next when it week, will
1: But, yeah, any closing comments?
0: No, nah, it's on Netflix. Just watch it and see what you think.
1: Enough said. Whether. Yeah. Just, just take the time and watch. It's worth a watch. It's, I would say.
0: Yeah, I would say it's fun to watch, but eh. it's something you can watch, and it's on Netflix.
1: Would you say it's worth your time to watch?
0: No, because it's fucking too long.
1: It's one hundred percent worth your time to watch. <laughs> Anywho, um, take us off, Brad.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Brad and Thomas. Yo. Uh catch us next week. We'll be doing a quiet place too. Until then, see ya.
1: Yeah, Alright. Laden nerds.